Hey, what's up, family? Welcome to part 35 of my course, The Purpose of Singleness. And in this video, we're going to talk about singleness and personal development, how to develop personally to ensure that you match or we match the things that we want to latch on to. So as everyone is coming in live, I want to make sure I welcome those who are watching for the very first time. My name is Joshua Ezzy, also known as Coach Josh, and my goal is to help you make sense of your life. And after watching this video, like, man, I like this guy's vibe. I like what he's delivering. I like what he's giving. Make sure you go to subscribe. I would love to have you a part of my community here online, and I would love to be your coach here online. But for those who's been rocking with me for a mighty long time, who's been subscribed, one, uh, whether it's been 13 years or three days or three minutes, I want to say thank you so much for being a part of my community here online. Make sure you share because I do believe that the points that I'm going to share today is going to benefit a lot of people today. But those who watch me live, go ahead and engage, get ready, get your paper, get your pens, um, get your pencils, um, get your friends share, comment. Let's get into it. I have a lot of points that I want to cover, so I'm not going to waste too much time. So as you come in, let me know what city, state, country, all that good stuff, and be prepared to engage because I look forward um, to all of us position ourselves um, to truly match the things that we want to latch on to and have for the rest of our lives. Let's get right into my first few points. Uh, once again, we're going to be talking about personal development and the importance of all singles, individuals, whether uh, married, engaged, or single, this people, period, how we can position ourselves to develop and ensure that those things and individuals around us benefit. But let's get to the main thought for today's discussion. It is this, a day without personal development is a wasted day. A day without personal development is a wasted day. Whatever has your focus, will flourish. Once again, our main thought for today's lecture and discussion is this. A day without personal development is a wasted day. Whatever has your focus will flourish. Let's get to some questions that I really want you all to process through and think about as we navigate these um, points so that you can really begin to uh, um, see reality and really see, are you really prepared for the next level or desired levels of life? So here are some questions I want you to think about. Who are you really? Who are you really? Do you currently match? Hold on. Do you currently match what you want to latch on to? Let me make this bigger. I can't really see. Do you currently match what you want to latch on to? What can you truly offer God, yourself, and others? Would anyone benefit from marrying you or being associated with you? Another question is, what do you bring to the table? And last question, do you know how to build tables? Again, the questions are these. Who are you really? Do you currently match what you want to latch on to? What can you truly offer God, yourself, and others? Would anyone benefit from marrying you or being associated with you? What do you bring to the table and do you know how to build tables? Here are some questions that I just want you to process through, think through, and let's get right into our problem. The problem is this. Many singles or people are investing more outwardly than they are inwardly. Many singles or individuals are investing more outwardly than they are inwardly. They are developing their online more than their offline. They are developing their online more than their offline. Many are investing more in fairy tales than they are in reality. This is very essential for us to process. Who are you really? Uh, there's a lot of individuals right now who, who have a better life online than they do offline. Their lives look amazing online, but offline their lives are in shambles. It is essential that we do not waste a day. 
Any day that we waste without personal development uh, 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 is a wasted day. A lot of us are truly un are unaware of what it is that we want in life. Uh, uh, what are the things that you really desire to have? And unfortunately, many people are, are more invested in fairy tales or fantasies than they are in reality. See, when you prepare for fantasies, you will begin to realize that those things are not in everyday life. But when you begin to realize that life is much more than a wedding, that life is much more than a promotion, that life is based upon stewardship and management ability, then when individuals really understand the variables of life, then they will begin to discipline their life and develop their life in accordance. So what's unfortunate for a lot of people is that they are investing more in their outward show of their life versus the character they need to ensure that the show goes on. Like I don't, I don't want just a a, a one series. I I want well, I want a, a multiple seasons. I want to be able to last and 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 thrive, not survive and pass. I want to last and thrive. But so many individuals have been caught up in the um, comparison culture, caught up in what other people have, that they begin to say, how can I allow my offline, my online to match everyone else's online? So I'm going to get into debt buying this. I'm going to try to compare myself with the Joneses, even though they don't exist. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to look how I desire to look, then to actually be the person needed to be successful. My question to you is, who are you really? How is your life offline? Is, does your life look better on Facebook, look better on Instagram, look better on whatever social media platform? Or does your life look better at your workplace? Does your life look better on the dates that you go out with these individuals? But when you are at home, you are a totally different person. See, it's essential that we understand the realities of life and uh, prepare ourselves accordingly. It says the problem is that many singles or people are investing time, money, energy more outwardly than they are inwardly. They are developing their online more than their offline. Many are investing more in fairy tales than they are in reality. Let's keep going. Let's talk about uh, the definition of development. The definition of de development is this. Let me bring up my notes here. It says to expand by a process of growth. Develop by definition means to expand by a process of growth. What lands do you want? What, what different things do you want to have in life? Are you prepared to expand? See, the Bible talks about um, not pouring new wine into old wineskins. Now, what does that mean? The word of God begins to talk about that when you pour, when you pour new wine into old wineskins, then the new wine, when it ferments, will break the old wineskin. See, the, the skin that they use was from an animal. And when that animal uh, um, skin is has expanded to its full capacity, right? Then when when you pour all new uh wine in there, wine ferments. And as the wine ferments, it begins to stretch. The thing is, I want to be a stretchable vessel. I want to be able to expand. I want to be able to ensure that my body, mind, spirit, soul, and every uh, variable of my vessel is expandable, not dispendable, right? I want it to expand so that when God pour, uh, pours a new season into my life, I can stretch to that ability. I can stretch to that capacity. But so many of us are so hard-hearted. So many of us are stone cold. So many of us 
are, are not unable to expand. And we're wondering why God hasn't poured anything into us in a period of time. But why would God pour a new season, pour a new person, pour all these different things that he does desire to give us if he knows that it will break us? God said that he will not tempt us beyond our ability. He will not allow us to be tempted beyond our ability. See, you have to understand, but he also said with every temptation, it makes a way of escape. So God is not going to bless you beyond your ability, but the enemy will. The enemy loves desires without discipline. He loves individuals who want things but are not expandable. They're not, they're not able to stretch to the level of capacity for that thing. There's a lot of single individuals who want to expand into marriage. So they pour in their life. See, I don't want to pour into my life. I want God to pour in my life, press down, shaking together, running over. That's what I want in my life, poured into my bosom. I don't want to pour anything into me because I know God knows my uh, uh, uh level of measurement. He knows what I'm able to handle. That's why all of us should be content where we are. We should we should we should really trust why God has us where we are because he knows what level we are able to expand to. But see, when you pour into your life marriage and you pour into your life infatuation that expands you into a season of marriage and you're not prepared for that, you're broken. See, people don't break marriage. Marriage break people. People don't break ministry. Ministry break people. People don't break money. Money breaks people. People are unable or not mature enough to manage the things they desire breaks them. That's why we must do what we must uh, every day to develop. So that when things are placed into our lives, we are stretchable. We are able to expand. I was talking to a student today and I was encouraging the gentleman um, about um, the struggle that a lot of individuals are blessed, quote unquote. They have big houses. They have a father and a mother in a home. They they have all three meals. And, and we was connecting because he was talking about how he is still eating bologna and cheese sandwich to this day. And I said, man, there was many nights when I had bologna and cheese and I had uh, ketchup as as uh, uh, spaghetti sauce and, and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for dinner and, and breakfast three times a day. So I know what it's like to have a big pot of grits on the stove and that was your breakfast breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You see what I'm saying? And so what I, but what I told him was, is that the issue is I saw uh, Mike, if he's watching right now, posted amazing, Mike Wallace posted an amazing post the other day. He said, we shouldn't prepare, um, um, uh, we shouldn't prepare our children, or we shouldn't prepare the road for our children. We should prepare, prepare our children for the road. And what I'm going to tell you right now is God is not trying to customize roads for you. He says, my word will be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. He is not going to customize streets of gold on this level. Now, would it be leveled? Sure. But would it be perfect? No. See, most people, they want the road to be prepared for them. No, God is preparing you for the road of your life. Like there is a road you're going to have to travel. And if you are not conditioned and developed for that, then my friend, we, we won't be successful. Let's keep going. So developed by definition is to expand by a process of growth, to expand by a process, by the process of growth. Personal development is a lifelong process. Please understand this. Personal development is a lifelong process. It consists of activities that develops a person's capabilities and potential. 
build human capital, facilitate employability, and enhance quality. I got this one from Wikipedia. I think it's the definition I got from. But the personal development is a lifelong process. It consists of daily activities that develops a person's capabilities. Do you have, are you capable for marriage? Are you capable for whatever it is that you want to latch on to? These are questions. Like, just because it looks going good on the gram doesn't look good before God. See, we got to do it for God, not for the gram. Does it look good to God? See, I, I want to look good to God. I don't want to look good on the gram. The gram can only get you a few likes. I, I don't care about how many likes and how much stuff I can get on the gram. As long as God pounds my heart and gives me life every day, when I know that I'm loved by him, I don't care who does or who doesn't double taps. I'm glad he double tapped on my heart to resuscitate me to a regenerated state where I'm able to see who I am capable of through Christ. But many of us are offline, man, <clears throat> can't even compare to our online. But we have to understand that personal development is a lifelong process. It consists of particular activities that develops a person's capabilities and potential. See, I tell people all the time that potential is not guaranteed. All of us have potential, but not all of us will tap into its fullness. The reason why we have potential and the reason why God oftentimes shows us what we what he created us to be and shows us who we were potential, our potential is because so that when we if we do not tap into our full potential, cannot tell God on judgment day that he didn't show us the right way. So God has to be in his omniscience. And in his omnipresence, being present in your past, being present in your present and being present in your future and knowing the insides of you. Right. He, he has to show you glimpses so that you can never say you never knew. And so when we understand that God's omnipresence and omniscience is to encourage us, letting us know that we don't have to worry about or allow ourselves to be entangled in this world and be distracted, that there is an eternal cost to the decision that we make today, then we'll do what we can every day to assure that we are flowing the things of God and prepared and prepared to steward and prepared to manage. Let's keep going. It says it builds human capital. It builds our ability. It builds our capital. Like, what do, what do we offer? Like, I really have to ask myself daily, what is it that I offer? I have to be honest with myself. Let's keep going. It facilitates employability that when I develop personally, jobs come my way. See, <clears throat> the good thing about God is he don't need all these world systems and structures to develop you. He will develop you and prepare you. Everything in the past of my life prepared me for what I'm doing today. I don't have a degree for what I'm doing today. I don't have anything in my past but God to prove uh, uh, the strength in my legs to stand where I'm at today, right? The beautiful thing about that is that all those different experiences from Harris Teeter to um, to the YMCA to uh, Broward Elementary and to the job that I'm at now, all played a role and and through unplugged and through amped when I was in college. All those things played a part to this day. And it wasn't the conventional route. It was the route that was routed for me. And when I and when I began to grasp that, now I'm settled in the will of God. I'm settled in who he is. And I let him guide me and develop me. And, and oftentimes we don't like the daily bread that he gives us. This is our day. This is the day that uh, this uh uh, 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 Lord, give us this day our daily bread. 
Sometimes the food that he feeds us is supposed to develop our patience. It's supposed to develop our character. And it's essential that we allow him to guide us that way. Because then it leads us to jobs that we're not qualified for. Look at Joseph. Look at Daniel. God blessed them to high uh, um, positions in, 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 in civilizations that didn't technically um, believe in his God. And it enhances quality. Are you a person of quantity or quality? Quantity means you're able to do a lot. You look good. Everything's great, right? But do you have quality? When people come into your life, are you GMO'd or are you organic? Are you an original or are you a copy? These are things we have to think about before we even have the audacity to ask God for something that we do not match. Let's keep going. Contrary to popular belief, everyone is developing. Like we said previously in our main thought that whatever you focus on flourishes. But contrary to popular belief, everyone is developing. The issue is, what are we developing? All of us are skilled. But how many of us are, are skilled in the things in accordance to our purpose? Right? Good. That's right. Sometimes he wants to give us manna when we want meat. He See, God knows what's good for us, what's fit for us. Right? And so we have to understand that, that we got to say, what am I focusing on? We are skilled in a lot of things, but are we skilled in the necessary things? Let's keep going. Person development, key, key point right here, person development leads to people development and purpose development. If you're not built well, you won't build well. That's essential. Person development leads to people development. As I develop, then my wife develops, then my children develop. Then, then, then the students I serve develop because I'm now able to offer more, right? The question is, what do we truly offer? What do we really bring to the table? Will people actually benefit from your skill set? Will people actually benefit from your mindset? You see what I'm saying? Will people actually benefit from you? Or are we or have we been programmed to only benefit but not benefit? So what happens is we are more programmed to be benefited or invested in give, give, give to me than giving, giving out. But when you focus on giving versus then receiving, then you will see how blessed it is because now you will begin to see uh, um, your value. See, my value increases wherever I am because I'm a thermostat, not a thermometer. I set the temperature not tell the temperature, right? And what I mean by that is, is that when you know that the joy of the Lord is your strength, you are strengthened within every every environment. And when you have a, a joy about you, then it actually breaks off or breaks the environment to be conducive to who to what you want to set in that environment. And what's unfortunate is, is that we allow ourselves to come to the pressures of our environments versus the environments are coming to the pressure of us. And so what happens to so many people is that they're 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 not um, able to receive at a high level because they're not able to give at a high level. They're not able to say, I'm going to give and, and I'm going to pour and I'm going to do all these different things because I know that as I develop, my people develop. Also, it says person development leads to people development and purpose development. The more I develop, the more God can trust me in the areas of my purpose. Let's keep going. Let me know in the comments if y'all learning something. I know y'all writing. The people that watch me all the time, y'all some writers and y'all taking notes. Now, what needs your focus? What needs our focus right now? 
What needs our focus? See, the issue is many of us are focusing more on tomorrow than we are today. The two greatest distractions in our lives today are our past and our future. Those are the two biggest distractions that we have in our life. We are more distracted by our past. That's the reason why we don't last. And we're more uh, uh, um, focused on our future. And we wonder why we never tap into its fullness, right? But the present is a present. We have to unlock it and open. The Bible says, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will choose to rejoice and be glad in it. Because I know that no day is made the same. Just because it's a Monday doesn't mean it's made the same. There are certain things in your day that God is hiding there for you to flow with him, to meet him there, that will develop you to be who you need to be, to go into the higher realms of the air and manage, right? Let's keep going. So what needs your focus? Number one, fractures. One thing that needs your focus right now are the fractures in your foundation. You can't, you can't think about marriage right now if you got fractures in your foundation. You heard many say that if you show me your friends, I can show you your future. I also add to that. If you show me your family, I can show you your foundation. And the issue is the reason why many of us are unable to build strong branches and strong roots in our new uh, family trees, right, is because we are still fractured by the tree we fell from. What are the fractures in your foundations? What are those uh, issues that, 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 that are keeping you from being successful? So many people right now are fractured because they were mishandled by their family. So many people are fractured because they have been mismanaged or uh, um, not um, developed in accordance. And some of us, we had great parents, but they only could do the best they were able to. But so many people are overlooking the fractures. Now, if an investor comes to a building that has cracks in its foundation, it doesn't matter how, ama how amazing the brick on the outside is. It doesn't matter how amazing the architecture is. It doesn't matter how amazing the interior is. He is going or she is going to condemn the whole building because that building is not livable if there's fractures or cracks in the foundation. So people are not going to, you're not going to be livable if there's fractures in your foundation. But you are not going to be enjoyable if there are fractures in your foundation. So what you have to first focus on is Holy Spirit, show me the fractures in my foundation. Holy Spirit, patch up these areas in my life. Help me to look at my parents and say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. We all have to do that. I can't, I can't allow, I can't imprison my parents based upon what they were unable to do. I have to begin to look back and see that God was fully, Kate was fully there handling me throughout the process. But so many of us, the reason why God is not bringing these new seasons into your life and bringing the one into your life potentially is because you are ignoring the foundations, but you're building an amazing building. You're building an amazing house. You are adorned well. You got the latest dish. You got the latest deck. You're dressed well. You look well. Your nails are done. Your hair is done. The lineup is fresh, fellas. The car is clean. Everything looks good on the outside, but your heart got is so hard that it got fractures in its foundation. And you wonder why you're not able to go to the next level is because you are you look good on the outside. But when the inspector, the Holy Spirit comes, he begins to see that this place is not livable. That you're not going to parent well, you're not going to uh, uh, husband well, wife well, if there's fractures in your foundation. Let's keep going. Number two, what needs your focus? Flaws. Character flaws. Fractures leads to character flaws. 
What are those character flaws? Who are you when no one is watching? Who are you when no one's, but those are your character flaws. Like, like when we don't check our flaws and we don't and we check on our character, then when the relationship is pressed, when the children press, when the ministry press, when the money is stressed, when everything is pressing and stressing, then you, we will really see the flaws come out. So second thing that must get your attention that you need to focus on before you even think about a marriage, before you even think about the next level, what are your character flaws? That's what needs focus right now. I must develop and grow beyond this milk season, beyond these flaws and fractures so that I can be able to stand strong. Number three, what needs your focus? Your flow. Your flow needs your focus. Am I flowing with God or am I ahead of God or behind God? I got to focus right now. Where am I with God? Am I ahead of him trying to do it in my own strength? Am I behind him because I feel inadequate or am I with him because I know I'm a son or daughter? I got to flow. I got to focus on my flow. I got to keep in step with the spirit so I can bear the fruits of the spirit. I can't I can't allow the 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 the, the things of this world to make me flow faster. No, I got to flow with God because I know that when it's my time, it will be mine. Those individuals that knows that in time, whatever they want will be theirs are people who are able to keep in step with God. You got to focus on your flow. Examine, am I going faster than I need to? Am I, am I focused like I need to? Am I flowing with him? Am I content with him? See, contentment doesn't mean you have to like where you are. Contentment says you got to love the one you with where you are. And when you begin to see that you are where you are supposed to be, despite whether you like it or not, you will begin to find joy there because you know that this, this trial you face right now is developing your faith, developing your patience so that you can be complete, whole, lacking, and nothing. But what you got to focus on right now is not now who you're trying to flow with, but are you flowing with God? Let's keep going. Another thing you need to focus on that needs your focus is your faith. Weak faith can't carry full things, man. Everybody has faith. Right now, I have faith in this chair right now. You heard me say this many times. I have faith in this chair. This chair is a nice, expensive chair. This chair has been holding me up for hundreds of videos, right? Very faithful chair. I don't have to question it because it has been proven to be faithful. The issue is we are not focusing on developing our faith, building ourselves in our most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, understanding our measure of faith and developing it and growing it. Because ladies and gentlemen, if you put your faith in your money, what happens when the money is gone? When you put your faith in your uh, uh, intuitiveness and put your faith in your intellect, what happens when that things get gets proven that you are unable to calculate the spiritual mathematics that's on the chalkboard of life? What happens then? You're going to crumble. But when your faith is in God, it don't matter what's going on around you. You know who's inside of you. You know who's grounding you despite what's happening around you. So how's your faith? Next point, we got to we need to focus on our future in comparison to where our feet are now. That's what I meant to put. I missed something right. I got to focus on where God has my feet right now. That's number five. I missed the point that what needs your focus is where he has your feet right now. Now, I can't focus on where I would like to step into. I got to have my focus on where my feet is right now. Where my feet is, my feet is in my house. My feet is at the school I work at. My feet is at the church that I serve. My feet is at Whole Foods. 
<laughs> my feet is often at Whole Foods, Publix, oftentimes Harris Teeter, but it depends. See, I only go to Harris Teeter and Publix, man, I look for certain signs. I look for those buy one, get ones. See, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm bougie with my food now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Coach doing well. But I, but I do look for deals. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I'm frugal with mine, right? right? But what I'm saying is I got to worry about where my feet is right now. I can't worry about where I want my feet. Don't get me wrong. That's where future comes in. I got to focus on my where my feet is in comparison to my future. Am I doing, is my, am I managing where my feet is now so that I can tap into my future? That's, that's what's supposed to go together, feet and future. I also need my focus on my friends. I need to focus on, are my friends legit? If they ain't legit, then we, we done. If we ain't legit, then we quit. We can't be friends. I got to see, I got to focus on, uh, uh, is my friendships appropriate and developing? Let's keep going. So what needs your focus right now? The fractures in your foundations. What happened in your childhood? What happened in your, what happened in the formative years of your life? What are those fractures? Those fractured areas in your heart that has been bruised by somebody, right? What are those fractured places in your heart that you have yet to forgive? That you have yet to 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 just let go of. See, forgiveness doesn't have nothing to do with the other person. And sometimes the reason why people don't forgive because they don't want to let the people off scotch free. No, no. Forgiveness is about giving you the opportunity to go forward. You heard me say this in many videos. Forgive. Forgiving or forgiveness is giving you the opportunity to go forward, to let go of that and see the purpose of it so that you can profit from it, right? So what needs your focus? The fractures in your heart. What needs your focus right now? The flaws. What needs your focus right now is your flow with God, your fellowship with God, your flow with him. What needs your focus right now? Your faith in God. What needs your focus right now? Your feet and your future. And also what needs your focus are your friends. Are your friends going with you? Let's let's get them off. Let's keep going. Now, why don't people develop? Man, I have a lot of points. That's why I'm kind of, I'm rocking and roll. Let me know in the comments what y'all getting from this. I hope y'all are enjoying this right now. Make sure you like the video, share it. If right now you're being blessed by this content right now, and you know you got some friends, whether married or single, that needs to hear this. Because if you are married right now, you got a fractured heart, your, your marriage is going to self-destruct. If you don't treat those fractured wounds, if you don't treat those things there, wherever you in ministry, no matter how much money you have, no matter how successful your ministry is, it doesn't matter what management level you are in business or in entrepreneurship or whatever. It doesn't matter whatever it is. If you don't deal with those seven things, my friend, those things will be the little foxes that spoil your vine. Now, why don't people develop? Number one, they are used. They are used or used to being invested in. Please excuse my typo. They are used to being invested in and to and invested in and to one side relationship. Coach was typing these notes real fast today. Please forgive me. This word was downloaded in my heart today. I had a lot of counseling sessions today and I wasn't able to get really just get. So if I have some some um 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 typos, please forgive me. They are used to being invested in. And they are used to one side relationship. That's what I'm trying to say. So why don't people develop? They are too used to being invested in. And they're in one side relationship. That's the issue with a lot of people, right? They are only used to being invested. And we live in a self-centered culture. The Bible says in the last days, people will be lovers of themselves. And what oftentimes happens when individuals are lovers of themselves, they don't know how to love others. And so the reason why people don't develop is they are used to being invested in or in one side relationship. So they don't know, they don't need to develop. 
They're so used to receiving, they don't even know how to give. And a lot of parents have crippled their children by spoiling them, by letting them have everything, not allowing them to go through any struggle. And when they get into the real world and the world doesn't give you anything without struggle, then these people don't know how to navigate pain. So the reason why people don't see no need for personal development, because people was always invested in us. Let's, let's keep going. Number two, why don't people develop? They're also used to one-sided relationships. That also goes with that. They're so used to being uh, 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 given into, they don't even know how to give out. Number two, why are people uh, don't? De- why don't people develop? Number two, they feel like they don't have the time to develop, or they don't make time to develop. Another reason why people don't develop is they they feel like they don't have time to develop. Listen, how many hours in a day? We have twenty four hours. On average, people sleep six to eight hours. Right. Let's do easy math for those who have got a little fuller life. Let's do six hours. Twenty four minus six as well. Let's look in the chat. What's twenty four minus six? We're gonna we're gonna see where your math is. I wish I had some Jeopardy music to play. But what's 24 minus 6? For time's sake, it's 18, right? So that's 18 hours. Some of us got eight-hour jobs. So 18 minus 8 is what? 10 hours. Now, if you include maybe three or four hours on on just uh, eating, driving, uh, uh, whatever it is, whatever extracurricular activities, activities now if you're a parent that may just do four to six, so if you 10 minus six is what four. So each of us got at least two to four extra hours, right? To develop. You don't even have to uh, uh, use two to four hours. You can use literally 30 minutes. What is your purpose? What do you want out of life? And ask yourself, am I doing what I need to do daily? See, right now I have to be around words every day to ins- to sharpen my brain to spit out words articulately, right? Uh, I have to read. I have to be around words. I have to practice. I have to discipline myself. I, I have to develop. I got to look at myself as a husband. What are all the hats that you wear? What are the caps that you want to, wh- what are the fitted caps that you want to wear in life? What are the hats that you have right now? What are the hats you want to hold, want to wear, right? And you have to ask yourself, Am am I able, am I doing what I need to do every day to ensure that when that thing comes my way, I can have it for a long ways, a long time, right? So the reason why people don't develop, they feel like they don't have time to develop. But if we really examine it, we do have time. But see, the issue is we rather, we rather entertain ourselves than we are to develop in ourselves. Entertainment is entering the detained. So when we watch these different shows, and the thing about me is, why am I going to watch other people perform and make their millions when I haven't even made my first million? Or why am I going to waste time on people uh, operating at a high level? Like look at like the reason why I don't watch a full NBA game. I haven't watched a full NBA game in a long time. The only thing that I really watched all the way through was The Last Dance by Michael Jordan because it was inspirational. But I can't watch three hours of basketball, watching LeBron and Kevin Durant, watching all these people make all this money and taking me away from me making mines. That doesn't mean you don't enjoy it, but I watch it in snippets. I I watch it in digestible pieces because I don't want my stomach full of somebody else's entertainment. I don't want my stomach to be full based upon somebody else's success. I want to say, okay, I can take a little morsel and a bite of this and watch this every now and then, but I'm going to eat more for me. I'm going to meet, I'm going to eat what's going to benefit me and develop me so that I can operate at a high level. 
so that these same people who are making all these millions and are making are very successful will say, hey, that coach Josh, I want him, right? So we all have time. The issue is we don't want to make the time. Let's keep going. It says they feel like they don't have the time to develop or they don't make the time to develop. Are you making the time to develop? What are the hats that you're wearing right now? Right now, I got to continuously look for new ways to become a better husband. Like we talked about personal development as a lifelong process. I can't rest on how great I was a husband was last year, last month, last week. Every day I'm taking initiative to see how can I become a better husband today? Because that's a hat that I'm wearing right now. Right now, I'm reading up on studying, uh, practicing with my students parenting techniques and how would I communicate these different things? So I'm doing that now before I even have children, right? So I'm preparing myself. Uh, why am I going to sit there and ask God to bless me financially when I'm financially illiterate? Why would God give me finance and I'm financially illiterate? I have to increase my literacy in all the areas that I want to literally see. I got to increase my literacy in every area that I literally want to see. If you don't want to li- if you don't want to see it literally, then and you illiterate, then it truly proves that you don't even want it legitimately, right? But we got to ask ourselves, what is it that we want to see? I don't want to that's why I don't like going to places to go see. I want I want to position my life where I don't have to go see the beach one week out of the year. I want to see a place where I can get a beach house and where I can see the beach whenever I want to see the beach, right? Let's keep going. Number three, why don't people develop? They are more invested in building their online than their offline. They are more invested in building their online than their offline. That's unfortunate. How many people invest more on their social media platform versus the platforms they want to stand on, right? The reason why people don't develop, they invest too much. Or they care too much about the likes. They're so insecure. They, they're, they're not secure in themselves. They don't love themselves. So they have to go to these devices to feel love. And so they'll post things. They'll buy clothes. They'll dress a certain kind of way. They'll do certain things just to be seen. Insecure preachers having to do compromising situations on their posts to be seen, hoping it goes viral to bring more people into their cathedral. And they're wondering why uh, when things are not taking off, they're dying in the process. <clears throat> but the issue is, or the, 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 the thing is, that if we know that my offline is good, I don't got to post my wife in every post. I don't have to. Listen, people don't show their valuables. Wise people don't show what's valuable all the time. That doesn't mean you don't, you know, come out with it and be, but, but, but rich, there's differences between rich and wealth. Wealthy people don't dress like rich people or people that look rich, but ain't rich. Wealthy people, because a rich person can have a lot of money, but they're not wealthy. They're not wealthy. They don't have a wealth mindset. See, I'm driving the same car. I've been driving the same car for multiple years, paid for, for three or four years. I don't got to impress these students. One thing I admired about my pastor, man, he don't he don't dress to impress. My my how I'm dressed on the inside is impressive enough. So what I'm learning in life is that wealth don't show. In order to have in order to in, in order to engage in wealth mode, you got to be in stealth mode. Wealth is stealth. You see what I'm saying? When you when you hide your wealth, you don't got to worry about people trying to figure out if you're wealthy or not, right? So the reason why people uh don't Develop is because they are more invested in building their online than their offline. Let's keep going for time's sake. Number four, why don't people develop? They don't know where to start. And I understand. 
A lot of people don't develop because they do not know where to start. Start with God, my friend. Let's keep going. Number five, they lack self-awareness and or are self-centered. It's important to be self-aware. It's important to be self-aware. Aware of where you are. Am I really growing? Am I really developing? Am I really progressing? I have to be self-aware. Is it really me? If everyone keeps leaving and they're leaving around the same time, leaving all the time, you got to look yourself in the mirror. We got to stop blaming other people and start looking in the mirror and say, how can I change? It don't matter if I'm not to blame. I'm still going to look at how I can change. Even though I'm not to blame, I'm going to see how I can change. I'm always trying to develop. It don't matter who the person is. You know, you know, with, with kids at my school, you know, how I interact. If I offend a kid or whatever like that, and I know I didn't really, I didn't really do anything, I apologize first. With my wife, I tr- I apologize first. That's my goal. Whether I'm right or wrong, I'm first because you are feeling the way you are feeling because maybe I missed the mark in the area. And even if I didn't miss the mark, I'm going to still try to hit that mark better the next time. But, but that's the point. I got to be self-aware. Is it me? Are you where you are because of you? I guarantee you are where you are because of you. Even if you're in a marriage right now, you you most people right now that are in a dysfunctional marriage can look back to all the red flags they overlooked. They can look back right now to all the red flags they overlooked. You are where you are because of you. And the moment you keep blaming people for where you are, you will be outside of your eating. Look at Adam. God said, Adam, where are you? Did Adam, was Adam was the first one to eat the fruit? No, Mary, not Mary, <laughs> Eve was. And, and just because <clears throat> Eve ate the fruit first and Adam ate the fruit second and they both were deceived by a snake, God is going to come to the head. God's going to come to the head and going to be like, yo, Adam, where are you? Josh, where are you? And the issue is the reason why Adam and Eve were kicked out. And I guarantee you right now that if Adam would have just simply said, God, I repent. God, God, I repent. It was my fault. Maybe the outcome would be different. But because Adam probably had no struggle and because Adam was so perfect of himself and because Adam possibly had made an idol of the woman that was pulled out of him and ate the fruit. When the word of God says that Adam ate the fruit, Adam, who was with her, right? was there, ate the fruit, that even though the uh, serpent was talking to his woman, he was so in the woman that the woman didn't have control. But when God addressed him, what did he say? The woman that you gave me. See, that probably offended God. God was like, yo, you're going to put this on me? The woman that you gave me? And he would, and he and she were all placed out of Eden. And so many of us, the reason why we're placed out of our uh, place of purpose and placed out of the places on quote unquote Edens is because we blame somebody else. A trail of blame, which leads to a trail of shame. So then when Adam blamed the woman and the woman blamed the snake, they all got punished. So where are you where you are today because because of someone else or because of you? Chances are it don't matter if someone, I don't care what your parents did. I don't care what their ex did to you. I don't care what it is. Learn from it. Life is not about wins and losses. It's about wins and lessons. Learn from them. If you plan to earn, plan to learn. Simple as that. I told students the other day. If you plan to earn, plan to learn. Life is not about losses. Cool. Count your losses. Learn from them earn from them. Let's keep going. 
Why don't people develop their lack of self-awareness and or, or self-centeredness? Number six, because everyone is a hater and they can't handle criticism. The reason why people develop is because when people try to critique them, now nah, that's just hate. Not everybody's hating, fam. Not everybody's a hater. Some people are trying to help you elevate. Some people are elevators, not haters. They're trying to get you to the top. Not all criticism is hate, but because we're so sensitive as a generation, so sensitive as a culture, everything is so sensitive that when someone actually give us a, a proper criticism, we don't, we're not able to see it thoroughly and develop from it. Listen, I don't care even if a person is hating on me, I learn from hate. I elevate even from people's hate. It don't even matter. If they hate on me, I'm going to see what they're trying to hate on and see how I can develop. If people talk about, well, they hate on me based upon my well, my speech impediment or try to hate on the way I deliver, whatever, I'm going to use everything as feedback and into how can I get better? Because you know what, what silences people? Success. You know what silences people? Massive success. You know what shuts the mouths of people? Success. So if you if you got a bunch of haters, you know how to silence them. You, it's easy to silence them by being progressive, by going forward and tapping into your full potential. And then whoever they lie on you in front of, those people only believe them because when they compare what they say versus what they see go you in regards to you going along your way, it won't compare. But some people don't develop because all they got to say from it is, is uh, they're a hater and they can't handle criticism and they're not ready to listen. The reason why things are missing is because we're unwilling to listen. The reason why things a lot, the reason why a lot of things are missing in our lives because we are not willing to listen. Why don't people develop is because everyone is a hater and they can't handle criticism. But my friend, I'm telling you right now, some people are trying to help you. That's why I don't even get mad when people don't want to listen to me. It's like, listen, I got a two pearl limit, man. You don't got to listen to me. I listen. <laughs> you don't got to listen to me because guaranteed. I know one thing about me five years from now, because I listen to God, I'm going to be at a higher place and you can't get mad at me because I listen and you didn't. I can't get mad at you if you listen and I didn't. That's why we got to hear what does say the Lord and listen with the intent to apply. Let's keep going. Why don't people develop number seven? They resist change. They don't want to change. The reason why people don't develop, they just don't want to change. Let's keep going. That's self-explanatory. Why don't people develop their lazy and or lack initiative? They are lazy and or they lack initiative. They're just lazy. I don't want to develop. Life is great. I'm lazy or I lack initiative. Next point, they are not resourceful. Why don't people develop? They're not resourceful. Listen, it's when you if you wait for perfect conditions to do anything, you won't get anything done. The issue is people are waiting for the perfect condition for the man to come, the perfect condition for the woman to come, the perfect conditions for this, the perfect conditions for that. If you wait for perfect conditions, you won't get anything done. The goal in life is to make imperfect conditions the perfect conditions. And when God has dealt you a hand right now, play that hand. If God has put you in an environment, be resourceful. Like, why am I going to get mad about the gyms causing me to wear masks and I don't want to play basketball in masks? Let me go find a basketball court outside. Let me utilize the resource in my church to go play ball there. I can't get mad if I don't want to wear a mask in a gym and I don't work out. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do some dips on the side of this couch. I'm going to do some push-ups. I'm going to go to this, uh, the guy I watch, uh, 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 forgot the name of his YouTube channel. Uh, he got home workouts. Like be resourceful. No matter what environment you in, God has made that environment resourceful. It doesn't matter what you lack in your environment. People are doing a lot with a little. But because we want perfect conditions, these things to be perfectly set, and then we do, let me wake you up. 
There is no such thing as perfect conditions. Even if you had the perfect condition, because we were born in an imperfect condition, we're going to imperfect the perfect condition that we develop for ourselves. But I rather embrace the righteousness of Jesus that was imputed on me. The perfect condition of the Holy Spirit is placed in me that is now enabling me to utilize and maximize these imperfect conditions perfectly so that I can tap into my potential fully, right? But you can't wait for perfect conditions, man. There's no such thing. You got to utilize your imperfect conditions perfectly through the perfect one that's working through you continuously. Let's keep going. Why don't people develop? They are not resourceful. Number next point, they lie to themselves. They don't like what they see. The worst person to lie to is you. The worst person you ever lied to is you. Self-deception is one of the most, the number one things that's destroying a lot of people. We make excuses. We don't want to look in the mirror. The Bible says, look in the perfect law of liberty. Look into this mirror. The reason why we look into the, our mirrors every day is just so we can make sure we don't got no crust in our eyes, to make sure everything looks good to the eye, right? We want to make sure that we look well. We look to make sure our tie is positioned well because we care about our appearance. But we got to utilize this word of God right here and look in it like a mirror and look at our soul and say, hey, what's wrong with me? What is in me that I need to allow the Holy Spirit to wash away, right? I got to allow it to cleanse me, to clear, to uh, clarify things in my life so that I can see what's needed to be seen, right? So the reason why people don't develop is because they lie to themselves. You cannot lie to yourself and expect to, and expect to lie in, in rest and season that you want to lie in. Right? You have to be honest with yourself and say, you know what? I am the reason for where I'm at right now. Could it be that you're single because of you? Could it be that your marriage is dysfunctional because of you? Could it be uh, 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 that, that your ministry is not anointed because of you? Could it be that your money is funny and laughing at you because of you? But when we look in the mirror and say, hey, I can care less about whoever and whatever they did. I'm going to look at me. I'm going to look in that mirror and make sure that I'm straight, right? And even if I don't like what I see, I'm going to change what I don't like, right? And I tell people oftentimes, there's two things. Uh, one, you can change. Others, you can't change. And I get this analogy. I talk about me all the time. So I'm going to pick on me, not pick on y'all, right? But this forehead of mine, I can't change it. I probably could get surgery, but I look stupid changing my forehead. But for years, I thought my hair was big. I got big-headed jokes all the time. The greatest big-headed joke I ever got from someone was that, Josh, you are the ninja turtle that can't put their head back in the shell. So they're talking about your head so big. Like the turtle, even the ninja turtles, ninja turtles down telling on them, they have big heads. But their shell, they said, your head is so big, it's bigger than the ninja turtles, that you can't even put your head back in the shell. Right. So people gave me all kind of jokes and I hated my forehead for a long period of time, but I can't change that. Now, but if I look in the mirror and I don't like my weight and I say, oh, man, coach, man, you ain't slim rev no more. You kind of stuff rev, stuffy rev, stuffy rev, man. I got to slim it down. I can change that. Some things you can't change. Some things you can change. Right. But you whatever you don't own about you will be sold against you. Now, no matter who calls him big head right now, I love it. So now you, you, you're not trying to shove it in my face and make me feel bad. I love it. It is what it is, right? But, but there's some things you're not going to like about what you see, but you still got to change it, right? Or embrace it, right? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, fam. You don't have a big forehead. It suits you. See what I'm saying? That's right. It suits me now. But back then, we had a little, little skinny, little skinny coat. That hair was kind of big. You know what I'm saying? But see, if it matches me. 
God, like, God can't give everybody everything because then if he gave a person everything, they'll be proud. That's why people are trying to get the perfect body, trying to get the perfect this or perfect that. Because God ain't gonna, like you ever notice people got there, they may be more endowed up top, but not endowed in the back, or they may have this or that, but they don't have this or that, right? They may have uh these different features, but don't have these kind of features because if they were so uh, perfect, then then they will become whatever. So God allows flaws externally to be on us so that we can stay humble. All right, let's keep going. Uh, why don't people develop? They have no desire to develop others. See, when you have a desire to develop others, you'll develop. I have a desire to develop my wife, right? I would not develop her. You know what I mean? I inspire her and she inspired me. Oh, oh no, no, no. Let's, let's change this way. I have a desire for my marriage to develop and grow. I have a desire for that. So in order for my marriage to grow, I can't wait for my wife to grow. I'm going to grow. And our growth going to expire, uh, inspire growth. But I have a desire to develop the young people that I serve. But if I if I'm not literate in the things that I need to be literate in, if I'm not growing, how can I help them grow? Right. The reason why people don't develop for times is keep going. They are addicted to motivation and inspiration, but not to action. Wow. You have some, you know, some, you know, some people that they go to every conference, they watch all the motivational videos, they know everything Eric Thomas says, they know everything everyone says that are motivational speakers, but they're not growing. See, you can't be addicted to motivation and not immersed in action. Let's keep going. Last but not least, they are surrounded with stagnant associations. The reason why people are developed because their community is stagnant, their friends are stagnant, nobody's growing. Right. You got to look at you got to look at the people around you. If they're not elevating, then it's time to exit out. You know what I'm saying? Um, Let's keep going. I'm going to get to y'all questions a little bit later. Let me get through these these points real quick. Now, let's get to how to develop personally, how to develop personally. I have a lot of points here. D, how do we develop personally every single day to the best of our ability by D? The first one, continuously to seek the depths of God. Continuously seek the depths of God. Now, what does that mean? Continuously seek the depths of God. That means this, that my relationship with God is never going to stop developing. In order for me to develop, I got to continuously try to seek the depths of God. I want to get to know him more. I'm making room for him because I know for me, the more I know him, the more I know me, the more I know me, I know uh, the more I know what's for me and what's not for me. Right. So I got to continuously seek the depths of God. I want to continue to deep cry out of the deep. The Bible says the spirit of God, the deep things that's in the spirit of God serves the deep things of God. So in order for me to develop personally, I got to continuously seek the depths of God. I got to keep my relationship going, growing. I got to continuously invest in my relationship with him. I got to continuously be like, God, yo, I'm, I'm invested. I'm in this. Next D, I got to determine my why. You got to determine your why. When you continue to seek the depths of God and you keep going, see, treasure is not found in shallow waters. Treasure is found in the deep. And God placed some things in the depths of him to see who's willing to swim that deep. Who's willing to go that deep. And when you begin to continue to go into deeper levels of maturity spiritually, you continue to grow with God, right? Then you would determine your why. I'm here for this. I have a point that's right after this that says this. Who or what must you develop for? See, that's your why. Who or what must I develop for? 
The reason why people don't develop, they don't have no one or nothing to develop for. I must develop because I'm thinking about my children's children. I must develop because I want to make sure my wife's a lake, not a raging river. I must develop because I want to make sure that I'm not a worker, a, a, a preacher that is disqualified because of hidden sins. I must develop, right, for God to get premium glory from my life. You know what I'm saying? So you got to determine your why. Why must you develop? Next point. And also turn your desires into discipline. You got to, we got to get to a place where we say, man, I'm no longer just going to be a person that desires this or desires that. You can't be a person that just says, well, I desire a wife. I desire a husband. I desire children. I desire different things, but you don't have certain disciplined outputs. I always got these do's, D.O.'s. Divine observance leads to desired outcomes. Desired outcomes develops or uh, inspires disciplined outputs. Disciplined outputs uh, 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 um, puts you in a position for destiny obtained, right? So in order to obtain my destiny and to actually be in my destiny, I got to I gotta observe the divine. I got to get to know him. And then the more I get to know him, then he will teach me how uh, to, to develop my desired outcomes. He will begin to show me the outcomes of my life. He'll begin to show me my originality in him. He'll begin to show me the things that he wants to birth through me. And then when I when I establish those desired outcomes, now I must install disciplined outputs, meaning these are the things I must do every day. These are the things I must output every day, right? These are the things I must output every day in order for me to observe and obtain my destiny, right? So the issue is, is that, uh, that I must turn my desires into discipline. Everything worth happening is on the opposite side of discipline. Everything desired to have in life is only through discipline and patience, right? E, how to develop personally? We must envision our best self. We must envision it, envision it. We must see what God sees. We must envision it. We got to say, hey, man, who must I be? What's the best version of me? I'm going to envision it. I'm going to envision myself in shape. I'm going to envision myself healthy. I'm going to envision myself old and strong and young. See, the issue about the issue with a lot of us is that we wasted our youth on unnecessary things. The reason why many of us do not either do not feel young now or will end up not feeling young our full lives is because we squander our youth. Our youth was a blessing. Our youth is a blessing for those who are still youth, right? Maybe 35 and under, maybe 40 and under, right? Who still have some youth in them, right? Right? Like for me, I may not be able to play 14 games like I did when I was 20, but I could coach, could still get about six or seven games, right? So I still got some youth. How I manage my youth will determine how long I feel young, right? So I got to envision my best self. I got to envision what shape must I be? If I try to put a square shape peg into a circle hole, it won't fit. So I got to ask myself, what shape must I be to fit my uh, purpose perfectly? So I must envision it. I must my I must see myself as my best self. I must see I must see myself as my best self in Christ and be inspired by it. 
to and be motivated by it, right? So I got to envision, or we or you must envision your best self. Envision yourself a good steward of money, <clears throat> right? Envision yourself being a good parent. Envision yourself being patient with your children. Envision yourself being debt-free. Envision it, but don't just envision it. Be disciplined with it. With many of us, you can't envision your best self if you're not putting out your best work. All right? Let's get. Let's keep going. How to develop personally? Second E: Plan to grow every day, even if it's 0.001 percent. So it doesn't matter what it is that you want to be in life. If you envision your best self and you begin to see where God is taking you and desiring to place you. And you begin to envision every day, maybe developing a vision board, an envision board. That's what we're going to do. Develop an envision board. What do you envision yourself in becoming? Not, not vision board in regards to what you desire to have. An envision board is who you desire to become. So we got to develop envision boards. I envision myself as this, a better steward of my finances, healthier, wealthier, stealthier, right? I got to envision it. Maybe we have to develop envision boards and develop a, a plan, an everyday plan to go with that envision board. So that's what your homework is. For all those who are watching the video right now, that's going to be our activity. All right. Your activity is to, is to develop an envision board. Get you an envision board or get whatever board. What I might do is I might get like a, a, a frame, a glass frame. And do a big poster and then put it in a glass frame and hang it so it looks real nice in the frame. You could do that. Some of you could just get a poster and just begin to uh, put big words of what you envision or, or, or you know what I'm saying, or, or get a picture of yourself and cut it out and put and put your uh, picture of you in these certain places, right? Where you envision yourself. So maybe take a picture of yourself, print it out multiple ways or create your uh, em uh, your little emoji thing or whatever, create your cartoon version of yourself and cut it out in like maybe 10 different uh, uh, cutouts of you and, and and put a house, a picture on the house and put yourself in front of it and put yourself uh, uh, with, with money as far as stewardship, put yourself ultimately um, 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 developing your relationship with God, right? All right. So create create an envision board. I envision myself and this this I envision myself being this in five years so I can have this in five or seven years. Right. And then up under that board, maybe put some papers or sticky notes and saying this is what I must do every single day to actually envision myself becoming this and having these different things. You just can't have a vision board without a plan. So up under your envision board, have a little sticky notes or whatever you do creatively and say, hey, these are the things I must do every day in order to become this. What you do is you go all the way to the edge of what you want in life and scale backwards, scale all the way back to the moment you are right now and then study and figure out what must I do every single day to ensure that I am skilled mentally, skilled emotionally, skilled physically, skilled spiritually to be able to steward these things correctly, right? So SC says she's writing her, she's writing her homework right now. So let's do that. And maybe I'm going to see if I can, if I have time, I, well, yeah, I, I'll make time and do one. And if you want to share, share with me, just um, um, tag me on Facebook, tag me on Instagram, or utilize the hashtag, the purpose of singleness, right? 
or message me, get it to me. I want to see those, right? Let's keep going. So in order uh, um, to develop personal, we have to envision ourselves as our best self and plan to grow every day, even if it's 0.001%. It don't matter what it is. That day, if you know, just read for two minutes. That's better than not reading at all. Pray an extra minute. That's better than not praying at all. Like, do, do something. Do one push-up. One push-up is better than no push-up. Do one dip on the side of the, side of the bed before you go to sleep. That's better than none. Even if it's 0.001%, do it. V, how to develop personally? Check the volumes of you and others. Check your volumes. Let's, this is a double entendre. Your volumes. Check your volume. I got to ask myself, God, what's my capacity? What's my volume? What am I able to hold, God? What did you create me to hold? What's my expandability? Where is my full capacity? Where am I able to be stretched, right? I got to check my volume. God show me my volume. What am I? What like like what God didn't just didn't just create me to write one book. I got 50 plus book ideas. You don't believe me? I got them. Can't show it because I got a lot of titles, right? Gold titles too. I got 20, no, no, I got about maybe 12 or 13 card ideas, two board game ideas. I got systems and processes for discipleship and ministry, uh, architecturally, uh, to help ministries grow and flow. So God and just place God never you have you ever met a tree with one apple? You've never met a tree with one apple. You never met a tree with one orange. Oh my goodness. You never met a tree with one fig. You never met any you never met a, a blueberry bush with one blueberry. So what makes you think you only got one idea? And the reason why we're not successful and we're not wealthy is because we are we are not um um good stewards of ourselves. The reason why we are where we are is because we have been programmed to pray to God for money. God, send me a bag. God, don't drop money. God, don't give you money. Don't get me wrong. God will bless you. I got plenty of handshakes in church. But they were a byproduct of what I've done. You see what I'm saying? Like, But, but what I'm saying is most of the time, God would give you an idea. What counterpoted Joseph? His ability to interpret dreams. What counterpoted Daniel? His ability to run kingdoms. You see what I'm saying? God gave Daniel ideas that helped the Pharaoh, right? God gave Joseph ideas through a dream that, that saved the whole land. So God will position you by you managing the ideas that he gives you, right? Maria Lee says this, how do you develop when you may have a barrier like mental illness? I recently found that I may be bipolar. I go through extreme highs and lows. I want to do better, serve God and walk in my favor. But there are times my faith is so high, but my energy is so low. All right. So you says, like I recently found out I may be bipolar. The issue is, um, um, and hear me closely. I am not a doctor, right? But hear me. The reason why and oftentimes people are mentally ill is because their minds have been set on things that were movable. And then when that thing has been moved or that thing has not proven to be sustainable, then people fall into depression. That's why you cannot allow people to make too much of an impression on you, because when you allow things, individuals to make too much of an impression on you, depression is inevitable. Right. So what you must do, number one, is not not identify yourself with the illness, quote unquote, right? So don't say my diabetes. Don't say my hypertension. Don't say my bipolar because now your brain is going to be like, like it's one of your organs. It's going to treat it like it's one of your necessities of your life. And then it begins to feed that. Have you ever noticed? And it's been, I've done this many a times. 
when I was a kid. If I didn't want to go to school, I would say, mom, I'm sick. Mom's sick, right? It has been proven that when people do that, in a matter of a few minutes, you start feeling sick. That's how powerful your brain is. That's why our world is so toxic in its terminologies and its wording. So people can say, oh, I'm weak. Oh, that made me weak. Oh, I'm dead. Like your body don't know if you really mean it or not. Your brain don't know. It says, oh, I'm dead. Then maybe when we say that our cells begins to die. Or maybe when we say that our immune system becomes weak. Oh, I'm weak. That made me weak. Oh, I'm dead. Where do these terminologies come from? Because they know when we when we identify these things and make them a part of who we are, then those things actually become more and more who we are, right? So you got to make sure that you do not allow these 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 uh, entities and these uh, um, areas to make you say, "Well, you are this. Take my pill," because I can make money off of that, right? So what you got to do is you got to ask God through the Holy Spirit, what are the deep things, the fractures in my heart, right? Also, number two, um, um. How's my diet? People don't know that you got two brains. Your gut is a brain and your brain is a brain, right? You have two. So usually the reason why many people are depressed and bipolar and mentally ill is because their gut is unhealthy. Look at the foods you eat, right? So I'm not trying to trying to diagnose you, but but uh, chew the meat, spit out the bone, glean for whatever you feel as uh will, will benefit you, right? And so, um, but make sure you, you're not by. You're really not, man. And, and I'm I'm just saying, I'm just saying this. I'm not saying I can't tell you what you are. Just hear me close because I ain't trying to get sued or nothing, right? But but you got to look at things. Issue is sometimes some of us, we got deep-rooted issues that were developed through in childhood, developed through relationships that's making us mentally unstable because we put our hope in these different things. We put our dependence in these different things. When those things are proven uh, non-dependable, then we plummet into depression that opens us up to demonic spirits. Number two, some of us just need deliverance. Some of us, we got demonic spirits oppressing us. And 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 making us believe we have these different things to control us to keep us in an ill state, so they can continue to run our lives. I hope that helped. But that's the best advice I can give from, uh, at the moment. Let's keep going though for time's sake. How to develop personally? Check the volumes of you and other. Check your volume. What do you have the capacity to do? Check your volume, right? And also check the volume of others. Who do I need to be listening to? Some people I need to listen to. That's right. By Jesus stripes we are healed, right? Like, I got to turn the volume down to certain people. So I got to check the volume. I got to check my volume. God, what is my capability? What's my full capacity? I don't want to go no centimeter beyond. I don't want to be stretched no no, no further beyond where he wants me, right? Let's keep going. Also, I got to check the volumes of others. Who do I need to turn down? Listen, do not listen to anyone who is not successful in the place you desire to be. Listen to me very clearly. Let's get close to the screen. Listen, turn up the volume. Do not take advice from people who are not even living the advice that you are listening to. Do not listen to anyone who is not successful in the things that you desire to be. Or, yeah, it's okay to listen to people who may not be where you need to be, but who have learned from what they have, who are giving wise counsel of, you don't want to go down this path, but do not listen to people who do not live what they are uh, advising you to, right? So you got to turn those people down, man. You got to say, I can't listen to you, fam. You, what you're talking right now is not experimental, right? 
That's why you can't get mad at people who don't fully understand what they never stood under. You don't get mad at people who don't understand because some people don't understand what you're going through, can't comprehend what you want to have in your life because they have never stood up under that. They have never had to strive through that. So they're not going to fully comprehend and understand. Some people are just knowledgeable because of Google. They just want to hear themselves uh, um, speak intellectually, but they but they they have no fruit in their lives, right? So just because they got leaves don't mean they have fruit. Just because they look the part don't mean they are the part. So what I'm trying to tell you is turn the volume down to these people who are not able to be stretched to the capacity where you've been or who haven't already been stretched. I don't listen to people who know what they're talking about, who live what they're talking about, and have fruit from what they talk about. Let's keep going. Next point, E, you got to exercise, eat right, and enjoy your life where you are. In order to develop personally, you have to exercise. You got to get these endorphins through you, man. You can't, you, you got to exercise. You got to eat right. Everything must be in the direction of the direction you want to go to. Everything that you have in your life must be going in the direction that you want to. If it ain't, I got to get out of my life. I know good and well that I'm not going to be able to handle the stress well or the or the uh, or the struggles well if I'm not built well, if I'm not developed well, if I'm not well myself. So I gotta work out. I gotta eat better, right? In order for me to last for, uh, uh, forever, right? And what I mean by lasting forever is I want to get so much out of me that I never die. Now I will die physically one day of old age or the rapture comes, right? But what I'm talking about is that 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 I didn't I didn't just live and no one ever knew I lived. That people will be, but I will still be living in the hearts and minds of people through the books I've written, through the videos I'm I'm doing, right? So you gotta you gotta be able to exercise. You gotta exercise at the level that you know you're gonna have to execute. You gotta make sure this vessel's well. The enemy wants to wear the mind down so he can wear the body down so that you will never fulfill the purpose of your life. That's one of his greatest tactics. You gotta eat well eat right and enjoy your life where you are. Enjoy where you are. The issue is many people hate where they are so much. They worry so much that they're not even uh, 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 vibrant enough to enjoy the vision. All right, let's keep going. Um, exercise, eat right, and enjoy your life where you are. L, let go of all unproductive connections and stop lying to yourself. How to develop personally? You got to let go of all unproductive connections. Who are unproductive? I got all my unproductive friends. Cool. I might not cut you off, but I'm lifting the rope. All right. But I, I, I got I to gotta start letting go of all unproductive connections because uh, um, birds of a feather flock together. Do you want to be eagle or a chicken? Ooh. Have you ever asked yourself, why don't turkeys and uh, chickens fly? Some people are more like turkeys and chickens and you wonder why you cooked. I've never seen people eat eagles, but I see a lot of people eating chicken and turkeys, right? And the issue is based upon where you are. If you all, if all you want to do is be on the ground and, and pluck, pluck, pluck all day and got wings but cannot fly, you got the capabilities but you can't take off, I'd rather be an eagle. I, I'd rather be high. I'd rather be an eagle, a hawk, an owl. I'd rather be these different things, right? Then to be a chicken or a turkey that all I'm, I'm catchable. You see what I'm saying? I, I got I got to make sure that I that I that I that I'm not just at the ground level, right? But I'm at the highest level, right? Right. So I got to make sure that I disconnect from unproductive people. If all you look around is that the peoples are turkeys and chickens, 
then you're going to be a turkey and a chicken. Even if you built to be an eagle, you'll be an eagle pecking like a chicken, cooked like a turkey, fried like a chicken. So who are the people around you? You got to let go of all unproductive connections. That goes down to soul ties. You got to let go of all turkeys can fly. Turkeys can fly. Hey, turkeys can fly, but they can't fly high. Let's keep going. So we also got to let go of all unproductive connections. We're talking about emotional connections, mental connections, infatuated connections, right? We got to let go of all unproductive connections. Being connected to thought patterns, right? Being connected to emotional attachment, we got to let go. Is it productive? Thinking about that dude, is it productive? What is thinking about that guy producing for you? What is thinking about that girl producing for you? What is thinking about uh, 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 your past doing for you? What is thinking about your ex doing for you? If it ain't, if you ain't profited from it, then I'm not going to be thinking of it. Like, like we got to start profiting from these things that we are investing our mental, emotional energy in. What are you profiting from it? If you're not profiting anything, if it's not benefiting you in any way, then we got to cut ourselves away from it. It's that simple. What are those unproductive connections that you have in your life? What will that thought pattern produce for you? What will it? You got to go to the end of that thought pattern. You got to go to the end of that thought path because right now you will, you are heading in the direction of where your mind is sitting right now. That's why mindset is important. Your mindset will determine where your life will eventually sit. So if you keep thinking about negative things and not thinking about the things that are above and thinking about things of love, thinking about things that are where God is above, right? Then you're going to find yourself on the ground, bruised, broken. So you got to disconnect yourself from these thought patterns. Where is this thought pattern going to lead you? If you keep thinking this way, then you're going to become emotionally this way and then you're going to end your way. What are those emotional attachments? Yeah, I know he was your first. I know she was your first. I know y'all had a lot of this and going on and that, right? I know you got these emotional connections, but what will it profit you? We got to neutralize our feelings with the facts. The reason why we're feeling these things longer than we should, because we're not writing these facts on paper. What are the facts? What will be the outcomes of you overly investing in this unproductive thing? What will you benefit from? If, if I can't benefit, then we're going to sever it. You see what I'm saying? We got to disconnect ourselves from all unproductive <coughs> connections. Let's keep going. You got to let go of all unproductive connections and stop lying to yourself. We talked about lying to ourselves. Oh, <clears throat> you got to oh, change your outlook and learn from observation. There we go. You got to change your outlook. In order to develop personally, you got to change your outlook. Where you are is not that bad. Could be worse. I'd rather be on a I'd rather be sleeping on a dirt floor than sit in the middle of hell. The lake of fire. I, I'd rather I rather be where I'm at than where a rich man, rich woman raise her eyes today in hell. So no matter how bad it is, it ain't the worst. We gotta change our outlook and just say, how can I turn these imperfect conditions into perfect conditions, right? And I must learn from observation. The greatest classroom to learn from is not the classroom of experience, even though you can learn a lot from experience. But we want to learn from productive experiences, not from unproductive experiences. 
unproductive experiences are I, I got to figure out what it's like to do this with this girl, do this with this guy. I got to find out for myself and I got to experience it to know I got to stay with this person. I got to test drive this. I got to do all this. Stuff. I got to experience. Those are unproductive experiences. Those experiences waste time. And those experiences comes with emotional attachments. Those experiences come with, with strong thought processes that, that cause you to overthink. Those unproductive experiences causes you not to be productive, right? Productive experiences is um, be, uh, uh, testing out an idea or working in your purpose, like experimenting on different things and learning from that. Those are productive experiences. We don't, we, we, I don't mind us learning from that class, productive experience one-on-one, productive experience one-on-two, but I don't want to go to janky university and learn from unproductive experiences. So I want to learn from productive experiences and I want to learn from observation. They say smart people learn from their mistakes, but wise people learn from the mistakes of others. Let's keep going. So you got to change your outlook and learn from observation. Last but not least, P, you got to develop a punishment and reward system. In order to develop a person, you got to say, hey, man, you don't deserve cake right now. You didn't earn it. No, you got to punish yourself. No, you didn't earn it. You know, you don't deserve cake today. You don't deserve TV today. You don't deserve young people. You don't deserve to be on the game today. You don't deserve, you don't, you don't, you don't, you didn't earn it. Every time I go to bed, I want to earn my sleep. Now I'm not saying you sleep. I don't care if you whatever. But I don't want to, I don't want sleep to turn me lazy. I want sleep. I want sleep to make me who I need to be, right? So I gotta punish myself. No, Josh, nah, you don't deserve that. Earn that. You see what I'm saying? And a reward system. Motivate yourself to develop uh uh, uh um what's the word what I'm trying to give you? Uh uh reward yourself is what I'm trying to say. Next point. Surround yourself with people who push, not pull and measure your progress. In order to develop uh, um, personally, you got to surround yourself. Oh, you got to surround yourself with people who push that pull. Who's, you got to surround yourself with people who push you towards your purpose, not pull you from it. You got to surround yourself with pushers. No drug dealers, but you got to surround yourself with pushers, not pullers. Pullers going to be like, come over here with me. Do this with me. Do that with me. Come over here. Now you got to surround yourself with pushers. People going to be like, man, what you doing? Stay. Let's go. They push you forward, not pull you backwards. Also, in order to develop personally, you got to measure your progress. Take time to say, did I progress this week? Every The best way to make tomorrow better is to observe today, tonight. Observe today, tonight to make tomorrow better. So what you do is every night before you go to sleep, you just think about your day. Did I improve today? Did I give today? Did I serve today? Did I honor God today? Did God was God glorified in me today? Did I make my wife smile today, ladies? Did I make my husband smile? Did I did I did I do was I was I in the flow of God? You know what I'm saying? So when you tonight observe your today, then you will make the adjustments to make your tomorrow better. And if you <clears throat> do that daily, you also do it weekly. So Sunday night or Saturday night or Sunday night before you jump into your Monday, observe your week. How did I, how was I last Monday? And what you do is you do a journal. That's what I did for a long time, for months, if not a couple of years. I got me a journal and I wrote down all the stuff that I did that week or that day, productive or non-productive. And what I did was I began to write down what I did that Monday, what I didn't do that Monday, right? Now, what I did that Tuesday, what I didn't do that Tuesday, et cetera, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So when I got to my Sunday, I looked over my whole week and said, okay, this is typically what happens on a Monday. This is what typically happens on a Tuesday. What adjustments do I need to make to ensure my week is stronger? 
Then I make the adjustment to make sure that my month is stronger. Then I make adjustment to make sure that my quarters are stronger. Then I make the adjustment to make sure that my uh, 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 year is stronger. Then I start making adjustments to make sure that my decades are stronger, right? I don't want the decade between my 25 and 35 to be my best decade. I, now that I'm 35, I'm thinking about my next decade of 35 to 45. I want 35 to 45 to be where I was wealthier. I was healthier. You see what I'm saying? I was stealthier. But I do that. I ensure I have a great decade by ensuring I have a great I have great years. And I sure I have great years by ensuring I have great months. And I sure I have great months to, ins- to ensure that I have great weeks. I sure I have great weeks by making sure I have great days. I make sure I have great days by making sure I have great hours. I make sure I have great hours by making sure I have great minutes. I make sure I have great minutes by making sure I have great seconds. So if we begin to manage our time well, we'll begin to see that we are we will have managed our life well. And then we will actually grow into where the next decade of our life, no matter how crazy the world may be, I'm not worried about where this world is headed. I don't care about all this stuff that's going on. I can care less because I'm an ambassador, fam. I'm a pilgrim passing through. So as long as as long as heaven is not affected by earth, I'm straight, fam. Heaven is not affected by earth, man. It's not. So what place are you plugged into? Are you plugged into this world system or are you plugged into the system of the kingdom of God? Let's keep going. So how to develop personally, continue seeking the depths of God, determine your why, turn your desires into discipline. E, envision your best self and plan to grow every day, even if it's 0.001%. V, check the volumes of you and others. E, exercise, eat right, and enjoy your life where you are. L, let go of all unproductive connections and stop lying to yourself. O, change your outlook and learn from observation and develop a punishment and reward system and surround yourself with people who push you, not pull you, and measure your progress. And last but not least, I want you to think about this last question. Who or what must you develop for? Who or what must you develop for? Who? I develop because of God. I develop because of my wife. I develop because of my family. I develop because of the people like you that I serve. I develop for y'all. I develop for what? I develop so that God is glorified, right? I develop because I I, 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 I want to make sure that I leave an inheritance to my children's children. That's what I do these things for. Make sure you check out the book, um, The Purpose of Singleness. It's the book that sparked this course. It's now available on Amazon. This book right here is probably my number one selling book, of course. Uh, but a lot of these, these videos, this course is to help supplement these videos. So if you have a, 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 a youth group, a singles ministry, co-workers, believers, whomever, in what community, small group, whatever, and y'all know that y'all need some more support to help you, utilize these videos like these. Check out the course. I got a whole playlist on, um, I have a playlist on, um, on YouTube. I also have, uh, the whole, all these videos are available on my course site. I'm gonna make sure I find that website for you all. Lifework.teachable.com. Go to lifework.teachable.com you'll be able to find the course, The Purpose of Singleness. On that course, you will be able to get access to the other 34 videos where I go into even more uh, depth. There's worksheets there, all that good stuff. 
You can also um, get the book as well on Amazon. That book's available now on Amazon. Uh, my latest book, The uh, Counterfeiter Counterparts, a great book, a good book to go with the purpose of this because this book talks about how you can discern, continue to discern the will of God in every area of your life. The will of God is supposed to be known. God wants the will for your life to be known. You can get a lot of other resources and tools from my website, imunplugged.com. Uh, card games, books, books like this, The Purpose of Singleness. also got a book called Dating Prep. You can also get a card game that goes with this book. It helps you date yourself, date God, and date the love of your life uh, forever. Also, if you got soul ties or strongholds, I got a book called The Purpose of Freedom. That bird in the cage is very uh, uh, paramount. A lot of people have been set free. Christ has opened the door, but many people are not willing to fly into freedom. So check out um, that book there. Uh, what else I have? Also, for those who want life coaching, you want coaching from me, you want me to help you with any form of coaching, make sure you check out uh, my Patreon for doers only. You can go to right now, go to patreon.com. No matter how you want to connect with me financially, you can connect to any place, $8, $25, $35, $50, 125 Each level has um, uh, um, different perks. Um, and But every Saturday at 2 o'clock, I do a Zoom call where people call in and they get coaching from me. Um, some people get more one-on-one coaching based upon what they're able to do. But the goal is to provide a, a platform an opportunity where people can receive coaching no matter what price point they are. Uh, so if you want to have some level of coaching with me, group-wise, go to Doers Only. If you want more exclusively, check out the different tiers to see how you can get more exclusive coaching. And if you just need some one-on-one, message me. Let me know your budget. I'll see what I could do to help serve you. So hope you all got a lot out of this. Um, let me see if there's any more comments. Uh, okay. I pray this was a blessing. My wife should be coming home anytime soon. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, prepare for her. So I'm switching the hat from minister to uh, preacher. Oh, not preacher. Husband. Oh, she just got home. Um, So y'all be blessed. Uh, I'll see y'all next time. Uh, Make sure you subscribe. Hit that bell. All that good stuff. If you want to support what I do, go to my website, IamUnplugged.com. Links are in the description box below. So go to IamUnplugged.com. Connect with me there. Uh, With the Patreon, if you feel led to support, you can do that as well. But I'll see y'all next time. Y'all be blessed. Peace.